Well, couldn't they just take a bath? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I came across something in John, and I want to share it with everyone. In John chapter 18, verse 28, as I was reading it, this verse just popped out at me. God just said, hey, look at this. It's not a common verse. It's one that we don't quote all the time, like John 3.16 or Ephesians 2.8.9. John 18.28 says, paraphrased, that they, the priest took Jesus to see Pilate, but they themselves did not enter the praetorium because they did not want, they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. Okay, so what's that mean? Well, the reason it clicked with me is I had been thinking about this for a couple days. You know, when we sin, a lot of people turn sinful things into glamorous things. But even beyond that, for Christians who try so hard to not sin in their daily lives, and we still do, one of the problems, I think, is that we don't realize the consequences. We think that the consequences are for the judgment when we stand before God. And we oftentimes, whether we consciously believe this or not, we think, hey, I can overcome that by the time I get there. I got time. It's not immediate. Can you imagine if the consequences of sin were immediate? Let's take Uzziah, the man who was carrying the Ark of the Covenant, and they started the they were starting to fall, and he reached out and grabbed the Ark of the Covenant, and immediately he died. Now, David was very upset about this, but God had his reasons for doing that. But can you imagine, you tell a lie, boom, you die. There wouldn't be any more lies in this world, would there be? You kill someone, you immediately are killed. Ooh. What about if you simply are jealous of someone? Yes, did you know that 10th commandment? that says that you should not covet your neighbor's house or wife or belongings, that's jealousy. Can you imagine if you were jealous of somebody? Um, We probably get jealous several times a week, if not every day, some of us. Yeah, the consequences of sin are not immediate, or are they? In fact, they really are. But let me get back to the Jews for a moment and the priests, why they wouldn't go into the praetorium. Well, first of all, praetorium was just a tent. It was a tent of a Roman official. You see, Pilate was in this area. He was governor of this area. He wasn't there forever. It was just a temporary thing. He didn't have a luxurious mansion. He wasn't like a king. He was just a temporary assignment in this area. So he lived in a praetorium, a tent. Now, it was probably a very glorious, glamorous tent but he lived in a tent nonetheless. But the Jews believed that it was ceremonially unclean for them to enter the home of a Gentile. We learn about this also in the book of Acts, I believe it's chapter 10, when Peter and Cornelius, he doesn't want to go into this man's house because he's a Gentile. I I can't go in there, but he does. God says, don't call, and maybe it's Acts chapter 11, don't call anything unclean that I have made clean. And that's how he knew, oh, so I can go to a Gentile's home. Yeah, it was Acts chapter 11. But anyway, so it's Passover. You can't eat Passover if you're ceremonially unclean. 
And it says that they wanted to eat the Passover. So they didn't want to go inside the dwelling place of a Roman because it would make them ceremonially unclean. An immediate effect to their sinfulness, if you will. Now, was it sinful truly to go into that person's home? No. There were different reasons for that law being put in. But the Jews who had changed the law so much, I've used this example many times, so many of you may understand this. Consider if we have just like a, let's take a small ball, about a one inch diameter ball, okay? That's the law of God. And the Jews didn't want to break the law, so what they would do is they would put a fence around that ball, like a one inch perimeter around that ball to keep them from, if they don't cross that fence, then they don't sin. Now, to make sure they don't cross that inner fence, they put another fence out, maybe another foot out. So if they don't cross that outer fence, they're certainly not going to cross the inner fence, so they're not going to break the law of God. And they kept creating these fences around, and that's what became their tradition and became their changes to the law. And Jesus was constantly telling them, look, you guys, this is your tradition. This is not what God said. If you had been following what God said, you would know that the Messiah is standing in your presence, but you have changed it so much. So one of the things that they changed was they couldn't be ceremonially unclean and eat the Passover, but they couldn't go into a Roman soldier's or a Roman governor's tent, or they would have been unclean. That wasn't in the law. However, what really got me was the fact that they wanted to eat the Passover. What? Wait a minute, Jesus had just eaten the Passover with his disciples the night before. So they were even wrong about the timing of the Passover. Do you think the Almighty Son of God is going to get it wrong? No, he ate Passover on the right time. At twilight on the 14th day of Nisan, as the sun's going down, they were going to eat it the following day which in a sense would be the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the beginning. They took this entire week from Leviticus 23. Bear with me for a moment. Leviticus 23 speaks of a time of the Passover, when they came out of Egypt, and then the seven days after. Well, the Jews had even gotten it so wrong, they didn't even know the timing of the Passover. So not only were they not going to go into the Roman governor's tent to be unclean, they weren't even eating the Passover at the right time. But still, that aside, they knew the consequences of what they were doing was immediate. So what I want to encourage us is to think about, what if the consequences of sin were immediate? Because they are. No, they do not immediately lead to death. Here, let me explain. Genesis chapter 3, Eve says to the serpent, well, God said, if we eat of this tree in that day, we will die. And, and Satan knew that they weren't going to die immediately. He knew the consequences of sin were not death immediately, but he knew the consequences of sin. You following me? He knew the consequences of sin were immediate. He knew that it was not immediate death. He said, surely you won't die. And he wasn't wrong. They didn't die immediately, but they did die in that day. For a day to the Lord is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. They didn't live past a thousand years old. They died in that day. But he knew that she was thinking immediate death. And he knew 
that wasn't what was going to happen. So he encouraged her to sin. And that's what he still does. He knows that when we tell a lie or we're jealous or we commit sexual immorality or we steal something, that we're not going to die immediately. But what it does and the reason God hates sin so much is it hurts our soul. It takes a little chunk out of our soul. It harms our spirit. It harms us spiritually more than physically. This physical body doesn't die. But inside, we start to die a little. And you die a little every day, you're eventually going to die completely spiritually. So sin is very grievous to the Lord because it harms us so badly. So think of sin as being immediate and you will sin less. We get to the point sometimes in our lives where we become slaves to sin. Jesus told us that we would be slaves to sin if we continue to sin. Paul told us this too. But we can take it to God and we can say, look, God, I've been doing this and I've been doing this. And sometimes I don't even know why I do this. Yeah, God understands. Take it to him. Renounce those sins. Say, I renounce this sin, whatever it may be, how strong it is. And ask God to fill you up with his spirit, to remove that sin, to heal what has been taken away. Just because you've lost part of it doesn't mean it can't be returned. God is the great healer. He will heal your body. He will heal your spirit. He will heal your soul. And you will sin less. And eventually you'll stop being a slave to sin because you'll understand the consequences. And then you'll have a greater relationship with our Lord. So don't worry about walking into someone's house and being defiled. You can take a bath if their house is dirty. And you can go to the Lord and you can become clean and healed if you've been sinning a lot in your life. So think about that. John chapter 18, verse 28. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. 